You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this Welcome to Triviality. This is Halloween number four. Uh, Scaretacular, if you will. Uh, I have Neil and Jeff chained uh, to the table in the studio, and they're going to have to use a hacksaw to get out of these. That's unrelated to Halloween. That's unrelated to Halloween, though. Um, But we are very excited. Um, We have some special guests who we'll get to in a minute. We have Matt over Skype. What's up, Matt? Matt is so scary, he's silent. (laughs) Yeah, um, I could probably hit the mute button. Uh, <laughs> all right, so how are you doing, Matt? I'm doing great. Uh, I was just trying to think of any horror movie franchises where the fourth one is the best one, and I'm drawing a blank. Maybe I think Leprechaun in the Hood was the fourth one, which I enjoyed. There you go. So, so you got a new place. Is it haunted? Um, I haven't. I haven't been haunted yet, but my hopes are still high. Okay. Well, um, we're really excited because today we have special guests. Uh, they came to us on Christmas. They came to us in quarantine. And they've come to us again. It Jacob is, Marley's here? Jacob Marley <laughs> is here. Um, he'll be coming in later when we hear the chains. But we have Julie and Lauren from Misinformation coming back to us. How you guys doing? Hello. Hi, brothers. Hey, sisters. Hello, brothers. Can, I can really hear the excitement and fear in your voice. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> am, I Gar- am I Garfield today? Yes, but like 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 fifteen percent more high energy. Thank you. <laughs> so it's just like I'm being blasted with Ken energy right now. It's crazy. I do the best I can. Energy, you know? if you will. The, uh, energy. The, Ooh, the TM, kids TM, are TM, TM. the kids are at the front door for their trick or treat, and Ken gives them fiber supplements. <laughs> I got that big Garfield <laughs> energy, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, today we're doing some special rules. Usually it's uh, it's our normal uh, rules, but today we have some special rules. Um, I've chained a guy named Steve up in the yard, and I'm going to ask you some trivia questions about scary movies. And if you get it right, uh, Steve will live. And if you get it wrong, Steve will die. All right. Sound good, Neil? I, that Who's does sound Steve? good. Now, Why right. do I care this, about Steve? You're not talking about Lauren's. Lauren's husband. And that's my husband. Oh, I you care about Steve, then. What a Shyamalan um, twist by Garfield. That Turner. is from the movie Scream, guys. 
<laughs> Look, I don't watch oh, scary movies, and also that, I mean, that was so much darker than I was expecting us to go, so. <laughs> the guy in Scream is named Steve. What do you want me to do? I don't do? know, I didn't see it. <laughs> the I can't, I can't change Steve? it. It's from like 20 years ago. Spoiler. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just so everyone knows, if there's any movie questions involved today, yeah. there's probably only actually between the two of yeah. us. Neither of us are going to get them. So, <laughs> well, Julia, uh, you have another person uh, on your monster squad uh, that we haven't talked to you about uh, since last time. Do you want to share some share some news? I do. There's a baby living at my house now. She uh, she showed up in July and. You know, she's kind of an okay roommate. She wakes up really early and like screams a lot, but like for the most part, she's pretty cute. So her name is Eleanor. Um, We, yeah, we're, we're treating her as unofficially like little misinformation. So uh, yeah, so far so good. (laughs) Having a baby during a pandemic is, was its own uh, really exciting um, slash stressful experience, but special kind of challenge for sure. Getting through it. That's adorable. And scary which is on brand exactly it is on brand well i I believe eleanor has been screaming through the night because uh julia has been playing her the uh dario argento criterion collection (laughs) yeah you shouldn't do that it's not the best do that for a newborn i know (laughs) my little baby uh dario argento (laughs) (laughs) we got to keep the mind engaged yeah yes at a young age even right yeah and horrifying Well, speaking of all that, we are going to switch back and forth, uh, asking a couple uh, scary questions, uh, scary movie questions, uh, uh, just real life uh, frightening things. I'm sure uh, Jeff has some true bummers in there, but uh, we'll see. (laughs) He's going to present a special swing round. Ah. He'll be be swinging from the gallows. He will be, yeah. Yeah. Are you putting sound effects in this too? Yeah. Is there going to be like chains rattling? We should be able to get... uh, Free license Are we going to get like some Crypt Keeper level like puns? Some, some doors That's... creaking open. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll find something. We got we to gotta enrich in the audio experience. Okay, I'll, fi- I'll find some clips to drop in. I need a, I need a sound board. Board. We require you to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you need us to stick around and go like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that too. <laughs> yeah. Take turns. Yeah, you could do, we'll give that to you for free. Yeah. No copyright. There you go. That's That's what we like to hear. Well, uh, we won't hear from the rules guy today because he's at the bottom of a lake in a bunch of plastic bags. But um, I will uh, go ahead and start with a question for all you guys. Gilbert Godfrey's at the bottom of the lake. All right, don't let's not bring any names into this. All right, <laughs> this is Halloween themed. All right, I'm just trying to make things scary, and and you get in my face. I'm trying to come in with the high energy, make things a little scary for our listeners, and Matt's just got a naysay. You being high energy is kind of scary. All right. All right. So question one for you guys. Here we go. In 2019, actor Damon Harriman played what real life scary person twice? Once in a streaming streaming TV show and once in a big Hollywood film. Ooh. Hmm. Uh, I, I know this one. I'm going to uh, abstain. I'm pretty sure I know it, but I, I just have to think a little bit longer. So what the hell is this? Damon yeah, Harriman is not a very famous actor. He's in a couple things, but he uh, played the same real life scary person twice in 2019. I have a I have a guest, Lauren. Do you? Let, oh, so so Lauren and I are like the only two ladies in our 30s that are not obsessed 
with like murder podcasts mm-hmm. as much as some other people yeah. are. She does yeah. watch a lot of investigation discovery though. So Not I'm sure that this person we got rid of cable. Uh, yeah. What a discovery. Life. What a discovery. <laughs> I'm looking at you through the camera, Laura. Okay. I think we might know. I think we might know this. I mean, uh, if we know it, I'll let you <laughs> say what the answer is then. If we both know it. Okay, go on. Go on ahead. Let's let's hear what you think. I, I'm guessing it's Jeffrey Dahmer. Okay. Ooh, One guess for Jeffrey guess. Dahmer. Any other guesses? I'm going to also say Jeffrey Dahmer. Okay. <laughs> I'll guess last since I think I know it. So I'll Ken and I were discussing this. Were we not some time ago? At, at some point, I'm sure. When we you did. were burying a body, right? Yes. And so I'm trying to remember who it is. I thought I had an inkling. All right. So okay. let me give you more of an inkling because when I said, uh, when I read the question, I'm going to put a little more emphasis on it. Okay. So we played the same, uh, the same real life scary person twice, once in a streaming TV show and once in a big Hollywood film. Mm. Oh, um, we can change our I answer. Can we, can we change our answer? Yeah. yeah I guess because we're not playing for points or anything. <laughs> Charlie Manson. Charlie Manson. Yeah. yeah, Charlie Manson. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Mindhunter. That's right. It was back to back. Oh. Mm-hmm. He looks just like him. At yeah. least, you know, the way they like made him up and stuff. Yeah, you just need a scraggly beard and some long wasn't, hair. Wasn't, wasn't Zach Efron also him in a movie that year? He was too? Jeffrey Dahmer. That no, I think he was Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Uh, Ted Bundy. Yeah. No, I think he was because Ed Gein. He's too pretty <laughs> to be Jeffrey Dahmer. He's Ted, he was Ted, Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy is so was so handsome. He was. Mm-hmm. That's so why Zac Efron like, played him yeah, in he the was Netflix very, movie. Very charismatic was my understanding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's uh, let's go on to another question. I tried to not make them all uh, movie and TV related, but it was difficult. A Fayum portrait would most readily be associated with what type of frightening archetypal horror character? A Fayum, how do you spell that? F-A-Y-U-M. Fayum portrait. Oh, interesting. Maybe Fayum. Not not related to Fago, the juice. No. Okay. Are you saying portrait or portrait? Portrait. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you said portrait. I thought it was a flower. <laughs> yeah, you, it, you definitely had a D sound on there, I think. You, how do you, you guys say Portrait. 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 That's portrait. how you spell it. I say yeah, portrait. At the end. Portrait. Portrait. No. Oh, man. <laughs> no one says it like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> portrait? You say portrait? Yeah, portrait. portrait. Yeah, portrait. This is the hill you're going to die on? We found, we found your weakness, finally. <laughs> portrait. 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 You know what that is? That's putrid. That's what that is. Portrait. Putrid. <laughs> Lauren, you're our art gal. I mean, uh, you're talking about a horror movie character? Just a uh, archetype. archetype, an archetype like like, horror, like character. a vampire, or something. Yeah. See, I was gonna or... guess a vampire. I also thought um, vampire. A vampire. A vampire. Uh, but I have no basis in that. Besides, like the the only thing I could think of was the um, the portrait of Dorian Gray, but that's mm. not. That's what I was like, thinking of too. Yeah, thing. I'm looking for a pretty general general well, answer. The vampires kind of like a like a vampire, right? I like the I like the the vampire because um they they can't see their own reflection. So is it like a portrait where there's no person there? Just clothes with no body. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll give I'll I'll give this one up. Uh, I'm looking for the mummy because a Fayum portrait was used uh, as a portrait of the dead person Mm. who was entombed in Roman Egypt. 
Like on top of the yep. the tomb. Oh, yep. yes. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, cool. I didn't know there was a name for it. Me neither. Thank you, Ken. Thanks, Ken. No problem. Yeah. Speaking of that question, uh, just to add to it, I was doing a little research um, for my questions. I didn't end up going with this, but uh, the mummy, the original, I think it's nineteen thirty-two. I found. Oh my god, I'm having a brain fart. Concussion. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, anyway, nineteen thirty-two. The mummy um, was based on them opening up Tutankhamun's tomb yeah, in 1922 yeah. yeah 1922 mm-hmm. oh, maybe it'd be too early is that the one that christopher lee is in that's too early right that's too early. yeah no boris karloff was uh oh, okay it's not too early yeah. for him because he was born in like the 20s but but he would have been an 11 year old mummy yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, i mean if anyone was Still extremely be. scary yeah christopher lee i think was scary and everything you know his, yeah. his voice was already that low at 11. Yeah. His scariest Mommy, performance was in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Have an extra slice of cake. Hand me that floss. <laughs> yeah. All right. Moving on. Sadako is an original counterpart for a popular horror character that appears in a U.S. remake. What film is this? And for the record, I did like it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to refrain. You mean you know it? I mean, I know it. <laughs> Can you spell Sadako for us? Yeah. S-A-D-A-K-O. Sadako is the original counterpart for a popular horror character that appears in a U.S. remake. What film is this? And for the record, I did like it. I'm glad glad Julia asked you to spell it because I think with your saying of portrait, she probably thought you meant Sudoku. All right. You you guys say portrait? (laughs) Not portrait. (laughs) Portrait. (laughs) Portrait. (laughs) Portrait. <laughs> <laughs> I like how this is the most entertaining. Well, thing. no, I was gonna say my. I think I think Ken's favorite book is uh, Goldilocks and the Three Bears because they kept eating her portrait. <laughs> <laughs> portrait. Uh, uh, I think I know this. Old. I think I might know this. I, I think. Don't know this he one. He liked it. I thought I mean, he liked it. The movie. Oh, oh. It's not it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that would be for the record, I liked it. <laughs> I mean he did, but that's not the answer. Just throwing it out he there. didn't need to include that in the question. He just felt like yeah, he just wanted to tell us. Very good. By the way, I really liked it. <laughs> uh I don't know. I assume it's one of those either gr- the grudge or ring or something like that. I would think, but I don't know which one. So my my guess is the ring. Yeah, that sounds right. Now that you say it. Well, if I like it, what should I do with it? Put a ring on it. Uh, oh. Mm. It's the ring. Ringu. I believe the character in the U.S. version was Samara. Samara, that's correct. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. The little girl who comes out of the well. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the next one. In October 2020, the internet easily drew a comparison between real-world events and what story from Edgar Allan Poe, which features a prince and 1,000 nobles having a ball during a plague. They are indifferent to the suffering of the average people until the plague shows up and crashes their party. What I'm is going the, to refrain because I know this. What is the name mm-hmm. of that uh, Edgar Allan Poe work? I, I read like... Tons of articles and saw tons of tweets on this, and I can't remember the name, but so I'm not helpful. Oh, wow. Um, I could rule out the cask of Amontillado because that's where he buries a man in a wall. Wow. Yeah. Like, say there was like an infectious disease, and then a leader of a country got it, and then he didn't care, and then he spread it amongst others. All of his homies. Yeah. 
Hmm. Yeah. It would almost be like that. People found some similarities. I like science fiction. A bit. And you said it was a 2020 movie? <laughs> no. I said uh, in October 2020, the internet easily drew no. a comparison. Oh, I see. I see. I'll say that then I'm, I'm probably no help. Um, I know they had a ball in Frozen 2. So. It is not Frozen Yeah, you know what? It's probably <laughs> Frozen 2. Classic. Frozen, Frozen two. 2. Edgar Allan Poe presents where uh, mm -hmm. Elsa's heart is buried in the floorboards. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was the, the haunting of Adele Dazeem or something like that. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm, I have no idea. I'm, I'm bad with this one. I don't, no, I don't know. Nothing. Right, the triviality boys are out. So Joel, what? do you have an idea? I feel like I've seen a lot of memes about the Telltale Heart this month, but maybe the, completely unrelated. Uh, no, it's the Mask of the Red Death. Yep, the Mask of the Red Death. I've never heard of that story. Yeah, it's very good. Um, his palace, the his name is Prince Prospero, and each room oh, yeah. in his palace is a different color. So, like one is purple with a purple, like purple, like stained glass, and like the blue room has blue stained glass, but the black room has red stained glass, and that's where death comes from and goes mm. and like slaughters everyone. Is there an oval room? Uh, they're is probably the is. white. <laughs> I, it's been a long time since I've read it, but it wouldn't be surprising what to me. What are that was you talking about? <laughs> I know. Is, I'm just being silly. Is there a circular uh, skylight? <laughs> like, like in Matt's? Like so? Matt's? Does death uh, surround you, Matt? Uh, no, but I am seeing if it's one of those Indiana Jones things where it's going to point to Barry Treasure somewhere in my apartment at one point of the day. It's just a dead mouse in the wall, point, though. Hasn't pointed yet. All right, my Winter last... Winter solstice. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, my last question. This one might be a little tough for you guys, but we'll see. In 2014, a free playable teaser called PT hit the PlayStation Network. This short game was directed by Hideo Kojima in collaboration with Guillermo del Toro and featured Norman Reedus in a cutscene. While the game was canceled, it was intended to be a teaser to a sequel of what popular video game series? The team went on instead to make the game Death Stranding. I'm out. LT's out. So it's a popular I... horror video game franchise. Yeah, so I remember things about this. Um, I remember people being very upset when it happened um, because it seemed like stunt casting. I think everyone was saying that it was like he didn't belong in the franchise. And I can't. And Kojima is known for, I think, Metal Gear. But I don't know if this is a Metal Gear sequel. Um, it is a horror uh, franchise. Right. I remember the teaser. I just I can't remember what game it was for. I thought maybe Assassin's Creed was what I was thinking. The only horror game I can name is Silent Hill. Yeah, Ooh, that's, good. That's, that's a good, good guess. One. Silent, Silent Hill's Evil, a, maybe. I, yeah. I was thinking maybe Resident Evil. But... House of the Dead was just the shoot 'em up. I don't. I don't think that really had a storyline. So I, I do like Silent Hill a lot. The yeah. correct answer is Silent Hill. Mm. Nice job, Julia. The game was going to be called Silent Hills, but uh, it was canceled due to some disagreements, I guess, between the director and the studio. Well, I heard uh, Lauren Conrad uh, asked for too much money. <laughs> what? The Hills. Just, that was pretty good. Going. Thank you. Mm -hmm. That's a good job. Even with, joke. even with the concussion, <laughs> I still got it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. So that concludes my section. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Thanks, yes. Ken. Thank Thanks, you. Ken. No problem. 
Uh, well, speaking, before we go to the next section, uh, I'm just curious, let's start with uh, Julia and Lauren. Um, it is almost Halloween. It's a couple days before Halloween, and uh, a lot of people aren't going to be able to go out and dress up. But if if you had uh, any option to dress up as whatever you wanted, uh, what would you be this week for Halloween? Oh, that's <laughs> tough. That's fun. There's a lot has happened in 2020. Um, I think I would choose uh, what I saw featured on the Today Show this morning. Um, there is a costume for a sexy hand sanitizer out there. Whoa. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> You know me. <laughs> Julia, <laughs> Julia loves at every opportunity to dress sexy. <laughs> safe. And also she loves cleanliness. Yes, right. But safe all, and sexy. In all seriousness, like my second favorite part about having a baby is baby Halloween costumes. And so Eleanor is going to be a baby hedgehog, a baby sea turtle, a baby panda. And also um, Josh got her a costume as well. <laughs> so, yeah. It's a busy Josh, night. Josh got her like a very niche. Ooh, we're not going to say what it's from, no. Lauren. We're not going to no. say what it's from. No, we're not. But it was <laughs> like he had to he had to spend like a good 10 minutes describing like the storyline <laughs> of this TV show to us so that we could even get a sense of like what it even means. And even now I'm still like not understanding. So <laughs> that will not be the most popular costume of this year, okay. I don't think. But Make sure to send me a picture of that so I can enjoy it. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm, for the mm-hmm. record, I'm going to be uh, Jeff Goldblum as the fly on Mike Pence's head. Ah, nice. The old well, that's Brundle scary. fly. That's unique. Yeah. It, it came up on SNL. Uh, SNL. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. If, I, if I had to go out, I would go out as Bubble Boy because I I need to stay away from everybody. <laughs> so I could see you as a Bubble Boy. Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. Yes. He lives in a bubble. He's a bubble boy. The moops. <laughs> the moops. The God's wrong. Isn't that what he says, right? It's written wrong? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I don't even know what I would be. I I, I would just prefer uh, right now in my current state just to be a, a normal functioning human. So that's what I would go with. We'll settle with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Matthew? Um, bringing back a 2016 classic. Uh, Ken Bones, still undecided <laughs> voter. <laughs> He's still undecided after all this time. Oh. <laughs> I, I can't respect that much indecisiveness. Yeah. Not good. Well, let's do a whole episode on Ken Bone. Yeah. I thought uh, Matt would definitely be John Tesh. Why? I've done, I've, I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> Old news. <laughs> All right. Who else has got some questions for us? Yeah. Who would like to? How about uh, one of the uh, misinfo ladies? Sounds good. Yeah, I can go. Yeah. Go, Jill. So. So my questions theme is haunted history. (laughs) All right. Question one. Off with their heads. Besides being the home of the British crown jewels and an unkindness of ravens, the Tower of London is bloody notorious for its history as an execution site as well as a prison, which two of King Henry VIII's six wives were beheaded within the tower walls. And for a bonus point, which other nine-day queen was also executed there in 1554? I'm going to leave this one to Neil. Well, I was going to say, I know one of them for sure. Okay. Which one? <laughs> it's probably the same one I know, but I just want you to go first. Yeah, yeah I'm, trying to, I'm trying to listen to, uh, to the sick song and see if I can get it in my head here. Um, so we, all right, let's name them. We got Jane Seymour. Jane Seymour. Anne Boleyn. Anne Boleyn. I'm out. Catherine. <laughs> Catherine of Aragon. Yep, two Catherines. Yes. Catherine of Aragon and uh, um, 
Catherine. Um, oh, crap. God, I was going to make a stupid pop culture reference, but the only one I could think of was Catherine Langford from Bigelow. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, from Heart Locker. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, right. That's good. Yeah, Catherine Bigelow. Um, yeah, you said Jane Seymour, Anne Boleyn, um, divorced, beheaded, dead, uh, wet. No, no, wedded, divorced. They were all wedded. That's how they became their his wives. Divorced, <laughs> beheaded, dead. I think that's it. I think yeah, it's on the show now. That's yeah. right. <laughs> divorced, beheaded. I think it's divorced, beheaded, dead. Something lived. <laughs> Jane Jane died in childbirth, so she's out. I think Anne Boleyn was beheaded. She was. That's what the song Green Sleeves I've been told is about. Okay. According to Dwight on The Office. That's not a Borat <laughs> reference? Nope. <laughs> um, or no, that's Wizard Sleeves. Um, so uh, Anne Boleyn is definitely dead. Um, who's the other one? Shoot. <laughs> They're all dead, Neil. It's a long time ago. <laughs> so let's say Catherine. <laughs> let's say Catherine and uh, Anne Boleyn. Yeah. I need a specific Catherine name of on that Aragon. Catherine. Catherine of Aragon? Oh, yeah, that's fine. And Anne Boleyn. Or the Lord of the Rings version is Catherine of Aragorn. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> so uh, the ones that the ones that were beheaded at the Tower of London were Anne Boleyn, who was his second wife in 1536. Um, she was beheaded by a French swordsman rather than an axeman. And then Catherine Howard was Henry's mm. fifth wife in 1542. And she got the axe. So the rhyme is divorce, beheaded, died, divorce, beheaded, survived. Mm -hmm. And there's another way. There's another mnemonic that goes with it, too. It's um, Kate and Anne and Jane and Anne and Kate again and again is Catherine of Aragorn, Anne Boleyn, uh, Jane Seymour, Anne of Cleves, Catherine Howard, and Catherine Parr. Okay. Just uh, so you know. Now, when you say survive, and, do you mean they're still alive? <laughs> Spooky. <laughs> <laughs> no, she outlived him. Okay. So, yeah. So and then, um, for a bonus point, can you guys name which other nine-day queen was also executed at the Tower of London in 1554? No. <laughs> well, there you go. Jeff. Mary. The nine day queen is Lady Jane Grey. Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. Oh, Jane mm -hmm. Grey, which yeah. she related to Earl Grey and his tea. Yes, she was. Perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> um, yeah, if you do want to know more about this, um, you can check out Misinformation Episode 13, The Merry Wives of Tudor. Really in depth oh, into the wives of old. Wait, you have a podcast? It's very good. It's very good. We're good at plugging ourselves on our own show, <laughs> too. So we figured, why not transfer yeah. it over here? All right. You guys got like a half a point for that one. You knew him. All right. All right. And question two. The legendary village of North Terrytown, New York, the final resting place of author Washington Irving, was renamed to what in 1996? I think I know that then. Oh, yeah. This is. Uh... Oh, I do know this one. I do it. I I've do got it. a pretty strong guess. I know it. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll refrain. I'll let Matt talk this one out. And, uh, and uh, Lauren. Was this the inspiration for the Disney movie Halloween Town? <laughs> <laughs> Go to good old Halloween Town, New York. Okay, so. Uh, uh, Washington Irvin did uh, Headless Horseman, right? That's that's the that is story. The name that was his uh, wrestling name. That's correct. Yeah. I don't know. Think about it, Matt. Come on. Come All right. On. So the name of the uh, the work featuring the headless horseman, starring Johnny no. Depp. No. So that would be no. Sleepy, Sleepy Hollow. Hollow. Oh, Sleepy Hollow. I, that's the, the to the Fox show that it lasted for like three seasons somehow. Mm -hmm. 
So we're going. It's a beautiful little town hollow. too, actually. Is it? I'd like. Yeah. I love little towns. Very nice. Um, uh, speaking of little towns, um, I was watching, uh, and I also shouldn't have been doing this with a concussion, but I was trying to see how much screen time I could have. I was watching Hubie yes. Halloween on Netflix <laughs> with Adam Sandler. Ooh, not good. Wow. Uh, and they filmed some of it in Salem, uh, which we love. And we were there, even though it was closed down kind of for, uh, for Geek Bowl. But do you remember when we all pensively walked down, uh, the pier with that little lighthouse? Yeah. There was a scene there with him and Julie Bowen that was a very integral scene. Oh, cool. I've got think. some I got some photos of us over there. Yeah. I have some rocks that I stole from there. You stole rocks? Yep. How dare you. <laughs> For that, you get the chainsaw. <laughs> and hopefully I'll be able to get a chainsaw sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Insert here. It'd be great if you couldn't and it was like a squeaky door. <laughs> It should just be. It should just be Lauren instead of the sound effect because it's copyright free. She just says what it is, like chainsaw. Rawr. Here's the chainsaw sound. Imagine it. It's as scary as you think it is. That only works on children. Even scarier. All right. So Sleepy Hollow. Yes, you guys are correct. It's Sleepy Hollow. All right. Well, speaking of Salem, um, Salem, Massachusetts is a hub for witch-related tourism thanks to its spooky past as the site of the infamous 1692 Salem Witch Trials. Even if you skip this topic in history class, you were likely exposed to the story through which 1953 Tony-winning play by a former spouse of Marilyn Monroe. Yes. Uh, I'm good with this one, you guys. I'm, I'm good. I'm a Daniel Day-Lewis I fan. hated this play. Mm -hmm. I hated it. Yeah. So much. You know something? I hated it too. And then I saw it performed by Daniel Day Lewis and I was like, I like this play. Yeah. yeah. Well, Daniel Day Lewis can make anything incredible. Yeah. There's a couple things that uh, you didn't like, but when he performed it, you, you did. <laughs> Deal, please. I'm talking about uh, Lincoln. You didn't, you weren't oh, yeah, a fan yeah, of yeah. Abraham Lincoln. You liked Lincoln then. I our hated production, Lincoln before. Our production was. Like, <laughs> Best president, my ass. He said. <laughs> Our production in high school Refused was really to use good. Pennies. We got really good corporate <laughs> sponsorship. Although we did rename him John Proctor and Gamble. <laughs> so we're going with the Crucible. Yeah, Arthur Miller's The Crucible. Yes, mm -hmm. you guys are correct. All right, um, number four. The spirit of voodoo queen Marie Laveau reportedly utters curses to trespassers at the San Luis Cemetery Number One in which city? Oh, I do that too, but just on the corner by my apartment. <laughs> yeah. Like get off my People lawn. I mutter to avoid curses curse you. to anybody who passes me. Uh, and we're looking you for... Joke. But that's like 80% of my life out here in LA. So, you know, <laughs> it's just screaming it's at people. shouting at me. <laughs> Dodging curses. Uh, you were asking for the city? Yes. Julia? Okay. Um, I believe I know this one. I think I was there. Um, so I will refrain. My I only, think I know this one too. Yeah, my only guess would be... New Orleans, and that's only mm -hmm. because of the Creole influence yeah. there. That's, that's so. Guess. That's literally my only guess. Yeah, the only other thing I can think of is I think voodoo is Haitian. So if it was not in the U.S., it could be Port-au-Prince, Haiti. But uh, the uh, the large tourist area. Yes, Port-au-Prince, Haiti. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's New Orleans. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you guys, it is New Orleans. Um, so Marie Laveau continues to be a central figure of Louisiana voodoo and of New Orleans culture. Um, apparently, gamblers shout her name when throwing dice, hmm. and there are multiple sales of sightings of the voodoo queen around New Orleans. Um, and also, for more on New Orleans history and culture, you can check out Misinformation Episode 151, The Big Easy How with Father Brad Doyle. How dare you? He was wonderful. 
Um, I loved Father Brown. I, I did. I really liked that episode. Yeah, he was very good. Yeah, um, he was great. Uh, I was going to say, Jeff, do you scream out Marie Laveau at the hospital when you fix things just to see if the patients are listening? Yes. Every time. <laughs> okay. Without fail. Oh, boy. Um, have we all been to New Orleans? I, we, Colleen and I went for like two days with a I quick trip, but I loved it. Did, not no? Been, no? I've never been. Oh, you I think been. I think you all would, would really enjoy it. The food there is very good, but um, the one thing I found funny, speaking of Marie Laveau, is I was trying to find the shop that people say is the real voodoo shop, quote unquote. If but, you if you mention um, what those those pastries right now, oh, you're oh, getting, love, wait, don't say it, otherwise you're getting the chainsaw. <laughs> Cue the chainsaw. I, you know what I had when <laughs> I was the in the chainsaw noise. You know what I had in New Orleans that if it was for breakfast, right? I had some coffee and I had A the beignet. best hash browns I've ever had. Oh, okay, uh, oh, but no, I did have some good wow. beignets. Um, Unexpected. But yeah, I went to one of the shops that was supposed to be the real voodoo shop and it was like a Toys R Us in there. That sounds like Neil though. Every city he goes into, it's like, I want the legit one or the real one or the best one. Yeah, right. There's just normal <laughs> stuff. And then it's 15 hours maximize. later to get a cannoli in Boston. Yeah. <laughs> you have to get the, you have to get the original just at least to try it. <sighs> yeah. Number five, despite its name, this 600 year old UNESCO world heritage site in Beijing, China allowed 19 million visitors in 2019. No word on whether those recent guests spotted the apparitions of executed prisoners or the weeping woman in white walking the grounds. What is the name of this palace complex? Allegedly one of China's most haunted locations. Mm. I think I have an idea of what this is. If, if these guys don't know, I'm just going to drop a little nugget in there. She said, um, despite its name, it was it had a lot of tourists, so maybe it's Forbidden something. Yep. Mm -hmm. The Forbidden, forbidden City. Oh, is that where the, the um, Terracotta Warriors are? I don't know. Hmm. I'm just saying Forbidden is my... Is my the Forbidden City, yes. Yeah. So um, it served as the imperial palace to both the Ming and Qing dynasties. The palace complex is typically closed to the public at night, which is reportedly when the spookiest activities occur. But in 2019, the palace allowed 6,000 people to enter the grounds after its normal closing time of 5 p.m. And it was like a very big deal because for, you know, decades and decades, you were not allowed in the grounds past 5 p.m. Ooh. Ooh. Now, I do also have a bonus question from Engineer Josh. <laughs> Engineer Josh. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to read it now. Uh, an improvised song about the night that the skeletons came to life, as well as an old man at a car focus group and a guy in a hot dog suit are among the routines which have gone viral from what Netflix sketch comedy show? Love it. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. The money is the bones. <laughs> <laughs> and so are the worms. <laughs> What's the, what's the line where he's like, uh, is it the wheel coming off? The wheel flying off or whatever. What is it? What is he saying? <laughs> the focus group. It's so funny. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, I think, I think you should leave featuring uh, Tim Robinson. Yes, yeah. exactly. And um, Ellie's fourth Halloween costume is baby Bart Harley Jarvis from the <laughs> oh. baby competition. So. Cue Harley Jarvis. <laughs> oh, wow. Lauren was right. That is a very niche subject i yeah. know it but i was like steve and i were like looking at each other like is this <laughs> baby <laughs> is this a real thing is this something real you know what uh josh should uh if you're around any people uh with the with the out for eleanor you should have like a little ipad and everyone say what 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 is she and then just put a press play and then say there you go my, my yeah. favorite sketch in that show, though, is when he's choking on the, the jalapeno popper and he's trying to talk through it. <laughs> 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 
Oh. He'll be very happy that you guys got that. Yes. <laughs> He'll be very excited. Great job, guys. <laughs> Great questions. <laughs> so, guys, do you know why ghosts don't come out during the day? Because there's no such thing as ghosts. Oh. <laughs> oh, all right. That was, that was very informative. Wow. <laughs> yeah, very practical. I That's like the same that. reason they don't want new houses. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Swing around? Uh, we can proceed to the swing around, but I would be remiss if... Remiss information? Ooh, I, ooh remiss <laughs> information. TM, TM, TM. Uh, <laughs> uh, if I didn't first uh, thank Julian Lauren for being on the show. Uh, you may know, aside from the fact that they have their own podcast, which uh, I don't know if they've mentioned at all. Uh, <laughs> no, we're is, usually, yeah, we're... You know, Pretty classy. Humble. Is and delightful humble. and informative. They also support us on Patreon. And if you would like to support us on Patreon, you could do so at patreon.com slash trivialitypodcast, uh, where we have our bonus episodes with Matt's new crop drop series, which is really fun. Uh, so you're getting two bonus episodes there a month and posters and a bunch of other perks. Uh, we just redid them. And uh, we think there's something for everyone to enjoy at every level. So if you can support yeah. us financially, uh, we would be most appreciative. Yeah, I think at the Oakland 5 level, you get a, uh, a box of bones. At the uh, Savage Superstar level, you get a severed tongue. Uh, at the uh, Rules Guy impersonator level, uh, you get a, a, a punch, bunch of skin. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bag of <laughs> shit there. I was thinking yeah, three ahead. There's, there's, a, <laughs> there's a limit at that level for support, though, because I can only cut so much off. Uh, I, I was like three ahead because I had some good ones, but then I, I needed a, a, a filler and it didn't work. The so. level above that, you get a punch in the teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, the, the 20... Uh, the highest level, I come by your house personally and do whatever you want. Well. <laughs> Whoa. All right. <laughs> uh, and of course, a reminder, Matt's crop drop is, of course, a glossy JPEG of Matt in a crop top. So <laughs> That's true. Matt, how's that uh, workout been going for the crop tops? The crop tops, they're still not, they're still on their way. I uh, keep emailing me about them. I want to hear more about them. Uh, looking for a vendor. If you, if you, a vendor that specializes in crop tops, uh, send us an email. I need to, I need to get these out for summer. Tell you what, if you just sort of regular t shirts and send them to me and Lauren, it's, we'll just, it's cut, not the same. We'll just not, cut the bottoms off. We'll take no. 20%. That's it. Well, here, here's an idea. Cut the bottoms off your pants. They're not shorts. I'm telling you, that's not how this works. But Matt, what if we make t-shirts? Or hear me out here. This is going to be like invention central here. You get t-shirts. On, mm-hmm. on the halfway down the t-shirt is uh, Julia's face on one end and Lauren's face on the other end with a dotted line to show you where to cut it. And then you oh, give, we give them the 20%. Matt, back to your point yeah. about uh, cutting uh, stuff off shorts, or to make shorts from jeans. Uh, mm-hmm. How about to answer a question for early 2000s, me? If you unzip them, mm. does then that count as yeah. shorts? <laughs> Why did I, I have so <laughs> many of those? I guess if, if we had shirts, <laughs> what if there were shirts? It's just unzipped it, it was a crop <laughs> Why did I have so many of those, and why were they all orange colored? Orange, orange or beige, like a like a khaki. What yeah. the hell, yeah. man? Oh, I had a bunch in dark blue and gray. Oh, uh, bad, bad times, scary times, really. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I, I'm gonna gonna give that uh, whole era the chainsaw. <laughs> Young Ken, been axed. There you go. Thank you. Thank you, Lauren. Uh, so you have a swing around for us, Jack? I do. Um, it's going to be kind of, since we're doing a looser format, similar to what we've done before as far as like a knockout style. I know we've done that with Julian Lauren in particular. 
Um, so so I, where we punch each other in the face until one of us loses consciousness. Yes. Uh, Neil's, Neil's already Neil's lost. taking a pass. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell him to take a pass on that. Um, so <laughs> what do you, what do you got there, Neil? You just cracked a can right into the yeah. Microphone. So so I don't drink. Um, but uh, I was at a baby. It's a Dutch. It, it is a Dutch. Uh, a Dutch non-alcoholic. It is beer. the size of Dutch boy. Um, it is a uh, a Heineken zero point zero percent alcohol. Jeff and I had been to a drive-in and they were giving these away uh, because I guess they needed to get rid of them. Today's episode not so, sponsored by Heineken. Not sponsored. I'm just gonna do a little sip here. See how it tastes. Um, is it I, gross? I will say, like uh, the product sponsorship in all the James Bond movies of Heineken, it is uh, lukewarm. So. <laughs> That's your Ooh, fault. the best way to imbibe. <laughs> Room temp. <laughs> mm. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. On our show, we help listeners like you make the most of your finances. I sit down with NerdWallet's team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. We answer your real-world money questions and break down the latest personal finance news. The nerds will give you the clarity you need by cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. We don't promote get-rich-quick schemes or hype unrealistic side hustles. Instead, we offer practical knowledge that you can apply in your everyday life. You'll learn about strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. And you'll walk away with the confidence you need to ensure that your money is always working as hard as you are. So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so my <laughs> swing round today is going to be about uh, Halloween costumes. And okay. uh, so I've gotten this data from Google Trends. Um, so I wanted, <laughs> Hey guys, I was on Google trends. <laughs> you just sound like, well, no, here, here's why I looked it up because I, I couldn't figure out like good sales numbers. So I use Google trends to see what people were searching mm. for. So you're going to, the the thing you want to keep in mind here is what kind of costumes people were searching for being, mm. Mm. um, because there's definitely one on here that isn't a costume itself, but is more of a, an archetype or a nod to a specific thing. So okay. uh, I've got the top 20 list here. I don't know if we want to just kind of go around and see if we can knock out the whole list. For this year? Uh, these are this year's national U.S. searched costumes that people are looking for. Okay. okay. Yeah, I think like rat, we should go round and round. <laughs> All right. I'll start. Tiger King. I would love to tell you that there is a Tiger King costume on here, LT, but there is sadly not. That is BS. I'm shocked. It was too far. It was too long ago. Too far. about it. Damn, I'm already out. Shoot. No, you can still play. No, we're not knocking anybody out. (laughs) We just call it knockout. Uh, How about Matt? We'll we'll go in this uh, configuration here because we can look at the screen. Uh, okay, um, I'm gonna go with a uh, maybe Donald Trump. Maybe he's on there. No, Donald Trump. What is this list? 
It's Google, Google Trends. Trends. I'm, I'm going to say a lot of it is going to be expected stuff. It's going to skew more towards things that people are usually. And there's going to be some some recent-ish event things oh, that are okay. interesting. Uh, all right. I'm going to go with a costume that uh, Julia and Lauren wear every day, but we just never see it. I'm going to say Wonder Woman. Wonder Aww. Woman, Aww. as flattering Aww. as that is, is not on there. <laughs> okay. What is, what is this list? She comes in at 31. For right. most search, Here, here's here's Jeff's lift: uh, leather cat suit, uh, whip, <laughs> uh, safe word. Uh, what, what other kind of stuff is on this list? <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Ken. I've got an idea. The coronavirus. Um, <laughs> the coronavirus is not on there, <laughs> but <laughs> I will I will give you uh, zombie, which is thirteen. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I'll just say a witch. A uh, witch is number one. Jules. Oh, okay. So well done. Oh, okay. So we're going like super basic. Mm -hmm. All right. Is it me now? I forget how this works. Yep. Oh, I'm going to go with Spider-Man. Spider-Man <laughs> is the most popular of all of the superheroes at number 10. All right. Um, all right. So we're, we're going pretty basic here. So uh, you have to go Batman's got to be one of them. Batman doesn't make the cut. 27. <laughs> oh. I lied. There's another superhero that's higher. Okay. Uh, Wakanda Forever. Black Panther. No Black Panther. Mm. Who is using Google? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Sexy Kitty. Mm. Sexy Kitty, not on there. Mm. That's a classic. I know. Yeah, you can't really get more classic. It's a classic for me, that's for sure. <laughs> I mean, that was everyone, everyone loved the uh, Cats movie. Everyone... It's yeah. that universal. I phrase. will give you a hint, though, so. that uh, if you're a fan of How I Met Your Mother, there is a sexy one on here. Oh, okay. All right. Well, the Chad. Chad. <laughs> sexy hanging Chad. Yeah. Uh, whose turn is it? Oh, whoever. Okay, I'll go. Um, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna uh, go with uh, Jeff's answer there. Pumpkin. Yep. Pumpkin is on the list. Fourteen. Uh, sexy pumpkin. Slutty pumpkin. I think. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Pumpkin. Yeah. Because yeah. mm -hmm. it just had strategic holes in it. <laughs> and then when you finally see the character with the pumpkin it's literally just like it looks like a rotting pumpkin it's not slutty at all <laughs> Kenneth? How about a vampire? Ooh, vampire. Ooh, Vampires on the list? You mean a vampire A vampire <laughs> Then I'm going to go with mummy then Mummy doesn't make the cut yeah, nobody, no, Nobody's dressing up as the mummy anymore That's it Mommy's out. Really. And the Tiger King is not on this list, and I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say um, uh, Chris Hemsworth's character from Extraction. <laughs> not <laughs> I'm <on> just there. <laughs> kidding. <laughs> I'm gonna say uh, Frankenstein's monster. No Frankenstein's monster. Wow. Uh, what about Frankenstein scientist? <laughs> No. <laughs> Igor. No, Dr. Frankenstein. You know, the thing that's sad to me is Yoda and Baby Yoda are way down on this list. How about Princess? Mm -hmm. That's classic. Princess. Princess that's... is on the top 30. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Give us, start giving us clues for these. All right. Well, Matt already gave me one of them. Um, no, like start giving clues to specific ones. Okay. Um, well, uh, let's see. If you were a big fan of uh, one of the other series that uh this chris is working on um and people giving lots of money thor to, ooh, not thor 
Captain America. Not Captain America. I'm going for a Pratt here. Ah, Jurassic World. Yeah. So what would you might search for if you wanted to... What, dinosaur? Dinosaur Dinosaur is number two. Oh, that inflatable T-Rex costume. That's a big big winner. Those are fun. I love seeing them go across the sidewalk, or at least past Halloween's, you know, them trying to trick-or-treat and they can't get up the steps. So is Thor not on there? Thor is not on here. Captain America. All the Avengers. No. Now, the uh, the third one is actually a female DC villain. Oh, Harley Quinn. Harley Harley Quinn. Quinn. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, the fourth one is uh, <laughs> something that haunts Jake Gyllenhaal in an early 2001 film, Donnie Darko. Uh, a sheet ghost. Bunny. <laughs> Fra- the bunny? A rabbit? Is a rabbit. That's a, that's a costume? That's, that is not not the Frank are, the bunny. No, people are literally searching for rabbit. Oh, okay. For okay. Halloween so ideas. Sheet, so sheet ghost is not on the list? Sheet is what you're ghost saying? is not on the, the list. cut o- in it? I think people That's know how to. List. I think people know how to make that costume. Three holes. Um. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a hole at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, well, got to go to the bathroom, right? Yeah. Uh, a bigger creep than Ken is uh, number fives. Uh, John Wayne Gacy would be a fan. Clown. Wow. Clown. Standard yeah. people clown. People are still doing clowns. People yep. aren't doing clowns. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll round out the top ten list for you here. Uh, people are also apparently still being angels. Baby Harley Jarvis. Mm-hmm. No, no, baby Harley Jarvis. Uh, apparently, a lot of children are using Google um, because they keep searching for this game for ideas. Fortnite? Fortnite is in the top mm-hmm. 10 search, uh, as well as Devil, Ninja, and of course, we already mentioned the Spider-Man. So, so Spider-Man mm-hmm. is the only copywritten character on the top 10? Harley Quinn. Or Harley Quinn, right? Yep. Interesting. Yikes. People also want to be wow. cowboys, dolls, zombies, pumpkins. Purge was searched. Oh boy! <laughs> just, just, just purge. I'm gonna, just the, I'm gonna purge. I'm gonna purge the swing round from uh, from the edit with a chainsaw. Insert chainsaw sound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I, yeah, purges. Purge is pretty funny, but yeah. Other than that, I mean, people just apparently want the same stuff they've wanted in previous years. Well, it sounds like to me. Uh, I don't know why I'm sounding like a professor now, but um, with the pandemic and the uh, inability to go out to the store and maybe get some copywritten costumes, these are all costumes you can make at home with uh, your own items, maybe. Possibly. Mm-hmm. Not to bring it down here. Since you're doing homemade this year, is that why you're being the sex toy monster? Uh, well, yes. It was because I, I was going to put. Um, that thing from the Ellen board game where you put opens your mouth to yell clues, <laughs> just so I can keep my mouth at a constant oval. No. <laughs> is that the is that what you're talking about? The blow up monster? It's like no, 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 no. no. Neil has some going. Neil has some leftover costume parts, so I'm going as <laughs> Lophosaurus. What? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think I'm, actually I think I'm gonna be a wacky inflatable two man or whatever they call him. There you go. That guy. That suits That's you. Fun. Yeah. That suits you, and we can keep it into the, in the episode yeah. without bleeping it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Who else has some questions for us? We all get one million points for that swing around. Yeah. Oh. How about I Matthew? Have yeah, Matthew. I just want to say, Matthew, your sound uh, with a little bit of the echo. Uh, it does sound like you're in a very creepy castle. Mm-hmm. So, which is I think very on theme for us so yeah. Yeah. I that's like what it. I was going for you want to hear my questions they're about yes. candy how exciting Yay. Candy Yay. Questions. I love candy alright well then question one 
don't laugh, but it's true that Franklin Mars, patriarch of the Mars family, named this candy after a family horse that had been recently deceased. I know uh, it. I'm, I think I know it. Yeah, I think so, too. Oh, wait, everyone knows it? Yeah. <laughs> it's Snickers. I said, don't laugh. It was Snickers. <laughs> oh, it is Snickers. <laughs> That's a clue. Yeah. It was Snickers. Yeah. So was, was Snickers the horse a little nuts? <laughs> <laughs> I suppose so. I don't know. Uh, the name of the farm is actually Milky Way, and then that's where they get where, where a lot of the uh, names of the candy somehow was involved in his farm. One of them Shoot, the name I of a Milky chicken. Way right now. Payday no. the chicken. <laughs> yeah. It was really sad when his <laughs> nephew Reese died of cholera. <laughs> Jeez. What is your favorite Halloween candy? Does ever does anyone have a favorite? Oh, Reese cups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm mm-hmm. a. I'm gonna agree with uh, Julia. I like the pumpkin shaped Reese cups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the mini um, Milky Ways and Three Musketeers and the Snickers. Anything with a nougat and caramel. Ooh, yes. Frankly, thank you. I'm Amen. all about give the girl a nougat. Give me a nougat. I'm happy. Mm. Was that that was your uh, superlative right on your senior year yearbook? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was actually my uh, my quote, my inspirational quote. Give a girl a nougat. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess on that note, we can move on to question two. I know that whenever I think of Almond Joy, the first thing I think of is a nice hot cup of coffee. Hershey's was definitely hoping you'd think the same when they ran to team up with this coffee company to release a line of candy-flavored f- coffees. Um, I think I remember this. I, th- I think I know this, too. I think it's in, in Julia and Lauren's neck of the woods, kind of, kind of. Not very close, but... <laughs> America? America. It, it is in America. <laughs> uh, I'll let Jeff. Jeff, I want to hear you talk this one out. You're saying it. it's an East Coast. I'm saying it's, it's an, popular on the East Coast. It's on the Eastern coast of the United States. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking it wouldn't be a Starbucks. It's because, not a Starbucks. Because that... <laughs> mm, got <laughs> it. I was getting okay, more of I got a, it, I got a, it, I got a it, Duncan I got vibe. I yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say it's something that uh, we were screaming about when we were in Boston. Like the locals. <laughs> <laughs> Duncan? Yeah, yes, you... America runs on Duncan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're me. running to team up with this coffee company. It's Duncan Donuts. Uh, they didn't last very long. Nobody liked them. No. What a shame. Was it coffee? Did sense. it have like a hint of the candy or was it supposed to be like straight candy? Flavor. Oh, flavor. Okay. My old boss used to get one. So I actually did know that. Oh, he got like a candy. <laughs> which Do you know what candy it was? I can't remember which one she got, but it was like, I was like, mm, no thanks. Mm. <laughs> I don't think no. they're really be... Dunkin' Donuts drinkers just drink coffee. Like they just want coffee and donuts. Like they don't really do this much specialty stuff. I don't know why somebody who likes coffee would go to Dunkin' Donuts though. Ooh, hot take. <laughs> oh, you're gonna lose all your Boston listeners. Yeah, all of them. So what? Wow. <laughs> we'll just cut them out of there with the chainsaw. Insert chainsaw noise. <laughs> uh, all right, number three. Speaking of caffeine. In 2009, this candy had a special caffeine-infused version released. Executives didn't rake in much dough, and this version was quickly retired. Dough? Dough. Hmm. Well, like t- like, apostrophe O-H. Oh, I thought you were going to say like, wondering. like T-H-O on social media. Like <laughs> that candy dough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, what I, I meant. I don't know this. Like, like uh, a certain yellow character would okay. say. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, I was like, what candy? So you remember the ad campaign for this? No, I, that I don't featured, know. featured Bart Simpson? Ah, then yes. Oh, oh, okay. 
Do do you ladies note or no? Yeah. Oh, you do note. Oh, um, could it be Twinkies? No. No. <laughs> like oh. you're, well, you talk about Bart Simpson. You make me think of not laying a finger on his Butterfinger BBs, but yeah, I don't know right. anything about yeah. any caffeinated Butterfingers. That's what that's what I'm thinking. Butterfinger. Was it? Yeah, was it Butterfinger? Yeah, there is a caffeine-infused Butterfinger. Oh. Isn't there already caffeine in chocolate? Why? Well, I don't know, but because I think they were pretending it was like a protein bar, like a, oh, like the Take sad. Five. Remember, they're, it was they're just trying a to get bar, the, but... get the teens, you know. Take, didn't Take yeah. Five have like pretzel and like stuff in it? It was actually yeah. pretty good. You had pretzels and peanuts, and so they were like, "Yeah, Take Five, and you can have a lot of energy on these pretzels." <laughs> yeah, I, Take Five minutes worth of energy until you sugar crash. Take Five was yeah, a exactly. good uh, was a good boy band as well, um, and a great mm. great. Song from 1959. Uh, I will say, I just want to be honest with everyone here because we're all friends. When everyone went, oh, when we heard the clue, instinctively, I did not know it, but my my mouth just went, oh, with you to like join in, but I had no idea what anyone was talking about. <laughs> and I don't know you why I did you it. Said, you said twin cuss. pinkies, so we knew you didn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> I just, You're so gullible in this state, uh, Neil. I am. You're I just, just like, yes, yes, I agree. I just wanted friendship. <laughs> And to join it. Over sips a note for dunking his Twinkies in his Duff beer. Now I know I know it's not candy, but I could really imagine like Slim Jim doing a caffeinated meat stick. Absolutely. Slim Jim, no oh caffeine. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Disgusting to think of. Uh, Twenty grams of protein. It's never do a Slim Jim. The old uh, caffeinated meat stick was my nickname in college. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that's a great time to move on to question four. Question four. What candy company makes the extreme sport beans, which contain carbohydrates, electrolytes, B vitamins, and vitamin C? I mean, beans makes me think of one company and one alone, so. Like roll that bean footage? What? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> you said yes, beans. Bushes now makes candy. <laughs> yep. Beans candy. That's the first company I think you of when I hear beans, beans. right? Yeah, yeah, extreme sport beans. Roll yeah. that beautiful bean footage. That's what I thought of. <laughs> okay. Neil's concussed, but I'm the one with the headache. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I know it now. I'm good. Should, should I say it? Yeah, say it. Uh, jelly Belly? The answer is Jelly Belly. Yeah. Extreme sport beans? I've never heard of these. Uh, they apparently still up. exist. You could... When you're when you're getting your reps in, you take a handful of jelly extreme sport beans and it gives you the it's carbohydrates. Extreme that starts with just an X, right? Like yeah. there's not an E no, on that. There's, there's like an, there is an E. And when you there, say carbohydrates, you mean sugar, right? <laughs> Sugar's a carbohydrate. It is. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So it's it's healthy. Why healthy. not? All right, we can finish up with question five. The Topps Company is normally known for capturing plays on the diamond with their Major League Baseball trading cards, but they're also a prolific candy producer as well, releasing this candy in the late 1970s, which conjures up images of a different diamond. Upper Deck? Upper Deck, Matt. Uh, also a card company. Just... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Very helpful. <laughs> I, will sing you, I will sing you the commercial jingle for this. Yeah, Ooh, I yes. think Julian and I know Yes, do right. it. So is it, uh, is it Ring Pops? Sing the, sing the song of the answer. Wear a ring around your finger, ring pop. It's a juicy jewel of flavor, ring pop. It's a lollipop without a stick. A ring of flavor you can lick, ring pop. Right. Hey. hey. 
What uh, what was the company with the owl? It was like how many licks? Or Tootsie like, roll. Tootsie. Oh, Tootsie, Tootsie pops. Tootsie pops. Yeah. The commercials. And there's actually there's a they made a licking machine to see how many licks it would take, and it was somewhere between 184 and 260, somewhere like that. That was that was another question I was thinking of, but I didn't and think they, it was science, licking, scientific. Licking machine was my they nickname in college. The actually. <laughs> <laughs> they had to destroy it. They had to. They were like, we cannot well, put this technology in, uh, in anyone's hands. <laughs> just figure out what what else would you use a licking machine for? They had to get rid of it. <laughs> they, they were so preoccupied uh, with if they could that they didn't realize. If they, oh, my God. I can't even. My, one of my, <laughs> it's one of my favorite movies. I can't even say the quote right. Uh, they were so preoccupied if they could that they never asked if they should. Yes. Yes. The answer uh, is yes, they should. Yeah. <laughs> Am I right, so ladies? There's your candy question. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Good job, Matt. Well, and I'm machine. Great. Okay, <laughs> Matt. Matt, I'm going to be honest. I was hoping for some sort of Mandy Moore reference in your candy round. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm missing you, Neil. Like candy. Um, all right. Well, I, I'm doing the final round, so I think that only leaves one more person for the final five. That's me. I've got uh, five questions about things Lauren is afraid of. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Question number one, I am terrified of bats. It is a real problem since I live in an 120-year-old house that seems to be the Ritz-Carlton of bats. Uh, this is probably the reason, but bats are unique in that they are the only mammal that can what? Turn into a vampire. <laughs> turn into a vampire. <laughs> a vampire. Wow. Is your answer turn into a vampire? Is that the answer? Um, let us think. Okay. For, for just Shouldn't a moment. Shouldn't it be fly? Why isn't it fly? Isn't that the answer? Uh, flying How many squirrels? mammals are flying? Flying squirrels can fly. They glide. Yeah, they're That's true. They're gliding. Falling with style. Are those the only <laughs> flying mammals? What about Sully Sullenberger? He flies. <laughs> He's a flying mammal. Yeah. Um, flying, I guess, makes sense. But do they have different body temperatures or something? Like their blood is cool, cold-blooded? Vampire bats do suck blood. Yeah, I thought that... Usually of livestock. Hmm. I think there's some uh, goats that can suck blood. Chupacabra? Maybe. <laughs> that's probably, that's <laughs> that's probably how Tom Brady him. just stays so nimble. He's just sucking blood all the time. I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah. Um, I don't fly. I guess fly. Um, hang upside down or sleep upside down maybe? <laughs> Why is that I could especially do that. scary? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so we have... Do you want me to... Yeah, we have nine guesses. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The answer is fly. fly. They're the only mammal that mm. can fly. What about flying squirrels? Yeah, thank you, Matt. They glide. Uh, flying squirrel glides. Yeah. <laughs> Matt's like, Bats is it, glide isn't too, it just but flying, in a flying guys? motion. Is guys, it? guys, isn't it just flying? And they're like, no, shut up, Matt. <laughs> 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 it's fly. Also, um, vampire bats do not suck blood. They lap it up. Mm. Oh, so they, they create, they really create a wound and then they lick. No. No, they uh they and it's always um like cattle and uh and livestock. Yeah. They like go for they take a little nibble so that they can open up and then they just kinda lick it up. Yeah. Which is gross. Um also Texas's largest mineral export for a long time was guano before oh, I oil you were was say a bats. Thing guano. <laughs> Texas largest <laughs> export was bats. Yeah, <laughs> just bats. All right, question number two. I hate the sea. 
The oceanic pole of inaccessibility is the place in the ocean that is farthest from land. It lies in the South Pacific Ocean and was featured in the 1928 short story The Call of Cthulhu by H.P. Lovecraft as the location of the fictional city of Rilea. Its nickname, however, refers to both a Jules Verne character and the Latin word for no one. What is the name of this point? I'm good. Uh, Jeff, wasn't the... the you asked this one, didn't you, Jeff? I asked the po- about point? the pole of southern inaccessibility. Jeff, is... wasn't the pole of southern inaccessibility <laughs> your nickname in college? <laughs> We're getting everyone's nickname today. Just need Matt. Um, Got everybody no. else. No. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be listening out for, for Matt's nickname later. Um, I'm trying to think of the um, Jules Verne character. Nemo. Oh, Nemo makes sense, yeah. What was, the, what was the second part of the clue? Latin for no uh, one. The Latin word for no one. Nemo, no, mon, no one, portrait, portrait. It's got to be it. <laughs> portrait. Uh, oh, yes, God. the answer is point Nemo. Point Nemo, yeah. Um, actually, the weirdest part is that the Lovecraft story was written 66 years before point Nemo was actually discovered. Oh. And yeah, and it is so remote that the closest human people to it most of the time are those on the ISS. Hmm. Yeah. Which Whoa. is terrifying to think of. Oh, wow. Uh, question number three. I am extremely scared of flying, especially in those tiny private death traps. The infamous Day the Music Died occurred in February of 1959 when a plane carrying several famous musicians crashed, killing everyone on board. Who on this list was not on the plane? Mm. Richie Valens, Waylon Jennings, The Big Bopper, and Buddy Holly. I'm good. Yep. Mm-hmm. We just we had one of these recently. It was Waylon yep. Jennings. Yeah. Is safe from fatality. And let's mm-hmm. not uh, forget the pilot whose name was so boring I can't remember a second time. <laughs> yeah. It was like John John Johnson. Sully. Yeah. Sully. No, it wasn't Sully. <laughs> We're smirching Sully over there. Sully is actually a ghost. That's how he was able to land on the Hudson. <laughs> um yeah, yeah. Waylon Jennings, right? He was yep. he wasn't on the plane. No. He was supposed to be on the plane, but he was talked into giving up his seat since the big bopper, a.k.a. J.P. Richardson, was feeling ill. Mm. So uh, question number four, I am also afraid of death, but who isn't true or false? The death rattle is a real ass thing. The death rattle? I think so. Mm -hmm. Do you mean like postmortem spasms? Uh, no, it's the sound, like the death rattle, like that's a sound oh. that one is, the one makes when they're about to die, ostensibly. Okay. Oh, I thought it was the name of a spooky rattle that uh, Julia got, Eleanor. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's the child's. I'm going to buy you yeah, one, she Joel. can only touch it once a year, though. <laughs> yeah, right. It's, it's the children's death note. Um, I don't know. I haven't croaked yet, so I don't know about the death rattle. Oh, yeah, but the, the numerous people that you've killed you should surely have given mm, you the answer. Yeah, you should probably With, know what what that. kind of implements did I use to, here. to kill them? <laughs> I, think, I think it's real. I think it's like your throat spasming and making like weird noises because you can't control anything or something. Yeah, <laughs> just like that. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I think it's real too. It's audio death rattle. Yeah. yeah, it is real. Um, a dying person makes gurgling noises and in fact the sound is caused by air passing through mucus pooled in the person's pharynx which they're unable to shift through coughing because they're too weak so something to think about it's just mucus um question number five i both hate and love space space is cool but it's fast and dark and makes me break out into a cold existential sweat 
Moon's pretty much rule, though. In our inner solar system, which is Mercury, Venus, Earth, and Mars, how many moons are there altogether? Uh, okay, I know. All right, so Earth's got one. Uh-huh. <laughs> we got one. Okay, we got that. Uh, are there others? The moons of Mars. Um, Do the others have Mar- moons? I don't know. There's the ghosts of Mars. I'm mm. saying it's a trick, there's... and there's only one moon. No, Saturn, Saturn's got moons. We didn't we say said inner planets. Inner she planets. said inner planets. Inner, yeah, inner be- solar system. So Mercury, Venus, Jupiter. Earth, and Mars. Okay. All right. You're right. Um, I don't think There's John Carver moons. of Mars. There is John Carpenter yes. of Mars. Yep, there is. Uh, that joke was more John successful Carpenter. than the movie. <laughs> Venus Carver. may have moons, but that's the only one I think might have a moon. But I don't, I don't so, know. I'm going to say one. One. One altogether you in guys, the inner I, solar system. I think Mars has two moons. They do. Yeah, Mars, Mars, Mars does have two moons. moons. Phobos, Phobos and Deimos. Deimos. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is that why Deimos Pizza here in Chicago? Maybe? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's not why it's named? That's Deimos, not Deimos. Oh, so portrait, portrait. Okay. There's not a difference. It's, yeah. Portrait. It's the same word. There are so, three altogether, three Julia. Moons. Yeah, three <laughs> moons. We've got our moon, which is called Luna, FYI. Uh, and Mars has two, Phobos and Deimos. I thought it was called Moon Moon. They're like really tiny, though. <laughs> no, the moon has a name, and it's Luna. I didn't Sun know- has a name, too. Sun is Sol. Ooh, like S-E-O-U-L. No. Uh, oh. Sol. So, like S-O-L. <laughs> like, like your Uncle yeah. Sol. I love <laughs> that. Uncle Sol. Uncle Sol. Hey, guys, I'm going to give you some heat today, all right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> little wind. Call Sol. little heat. Yeah, but Phobos and Deimos are so small, like from the surface of Mars, you'd barely see them. Hey, you don't want to get sunburned, all right? You got to put some uh, put some sunscreen on, okay? All right, I Uncle Sol, like, like this character alone. at all. <laughs> Uncle Sol, you don't like Uncle Sol? Uncle Sol, your come worst back. character. Hey, yeah. hey little Neil's Maddie. Classic character, Uncle Sol. <laughs> we, we need to make sure that Uncle Sol never returns, so I'm going to kill him with a chainsaw. No, I got to show you my coin collection. <laughs> Insert chainsaw noise. I don't think I like this chainsaw character either, to be honest. <laughs> on the, the chainsaw comes once a year. Uh, Ken's uh, Blackhawks, after giving away all their good players, apparently, <laughs> from what I've heard online, uh, traded to get him from Texas, the chainsaw character. The chainsaw so, guy. Yeah. Uh, Who did we trade for him? Uh, you traded uh, Brandon Saad and uh, Corey Crawford, Uncle, right? Uncle Saul's on his way character. out. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I guess that leaves the final round. Um, I do want to say I listened to uh, one of the more recent uh, misinformation episodes. It was very good featuring our friend Ryan Clefhorn Myers on ice skating, which is really great. He did such a wonderful he job. He was a delight. He you was guys del- should hire Ryan. him all the time. Oh, my gosh. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, it's Halloween. Candy, candy Corn Myers. It is Candy Corn Myers. You're right. Uh, yeah, it was a great episode. Um, all right. So I have the final five here. I guess it's just going to depend on... Um, wagers even though we don't really have wagers so i'm gonna wager one million points one million points okay all right uh, i'm gonna I. wager one million and one points uh this price is right right yes i'm gonna wager my little finger i'm gonna wager the concept of fear wow that is that's actually really good. i'm gonna wager ken's <laughs> index finger <laughs> oh my god um so here are the categories, first of all, and I'm going to explain why they, they are this way because uh, it's stupid. Um, because they are. So it's trick or treat, smell my feet, category two, give me something good to eat, category four, Batman smells, and then category five, Backstreet's back in history. Could you do that as Christopher Walken, though? Uh, yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> you don't have to. It sounded <laughs> exasperated. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm trying. I'm trying to create dance monkey. I'm trying to create new characters and new horizons with Uncle Sal, and then you just shoot it down. I don't I was, shoot them. I, I chainsaw. Was, I was going to go into a whole bit about my coin collection and how I collected it from Teddy Roosevelt, but I just got shut down by the chainsaw. Okay. Um. All right. So, <laughs> trick or treat. Um. Anyway, oh, but I, so Batman smells. This is exactly what happened. I was writing the category names. I was trying to do the rhyme, and I with the, with the concussion, I I heard Jingle Bells. Batman smells. I was like, oh yeah, that's a Halloween thing. <laughs> and I put and I put Batman smells in there. So <laughs> true story. True story. Hey there, I'm Dylan Lewis, one of the hosts of Motley Fool Money. Each weekday on Motley Fool Money, we talk through the business news you need to know and the stories moving stocks on Wall Street. On weekends, we dive into the industries shaping tomorrow and host the experts, authors, and executives that understand them. Tune in for insights, a long-term perspective on investing, and of course, stock ideas, plenty of them. To quote a listener, it pays to listen. Check us out and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Jane Perlez longtime foreign correspondent and former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. I've been a foreign correspondent in lots of places, Somalia, Indonesia, Pakistan, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I mean, China is not dropping anti-democratic paratroopers into Montana. But of course, we did see things like the weather balloon slash spy balloon riveting the whole country for a week. This is Face Off. An eight-part series in which we'll take you behind the scenes to key moments in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. We'll speak with a diplomat, a spy, a tech reporter, a U.S. admiral, even Yo-Yo Ma. Plus, my pal and noted China historian Rana Mitter joins the conversation. We'll look at what's driving the two nations apart and explore whether anything can help bring them back together. Face-off launches April 9th. Okay. Right. Here we go. Trick or treat. First question. With over $175 million raised since its inception in 1950 for kids affected by World War II, this charitable acronym has a special place in Halloween tradition with its trick or treat for blank campaign, collecting donations from kids, helping kids in a little orange box. Okay. I'm going to wager my left eye on this question and I'm locked in. I'm going to wager my t boz on this one and I don't know. I actually don't know this at all. So, I got nothing. Well, don't go chasing wrong answers on that one, man. Mm, I know. Uh, Um, I'm going to wager my three remaining wisdom teeth. Ooh. And I don't know this. Oh, I should do that just because I need two of them taken out. (laughs) Shall I I say it? Sure. I think Ken might be the only one who knows it. Yeah, please. I I I know this. Julia knows it. Oh, Julia knows it as well. How about Julia and Ken say it at the same time? We'll say it at the same time. Okay, one, two, three. UNICEF. UNICEF. UNICEF is correct. Yes. I can picture the boxes. I I just haven't been to like a little crappy hole in the wall restaurant since uh, Corona started, so I haven't seen the UNICEF boxes. Didn't um, I kept thinking March of Dimes? Didn't that shark from SNL say it was from UNICEF? Like UNICEF. Yeah. He, well, yeah. So it started yeah, 1950, and they have little orange boxes. Kids would take them house to house and to get some donations, and uh, they have celebrity sponsors and whatnot. Jeff, these are those little orange boxes that you slap away from kids when they come to the door. <laughs> <laughs> so since I wagered my left eye, now I can take Jeff's left eye, right? Eye for an eye. That's right. We follow the Bible here religiously. Right. Yeah. We're getting hostile in here. 
Um, all right. So the next question uh, in the category of smell my feet. Director Quentin Tarantino. Oh, my God. <laughs> as soon as, you, as soon as I reheard the category, I knew where that was going, and then it still, still uh, hit me. Oh I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I wanted to play into the bit, but uh, it's not about Quentin Tarantino. Uh, it almost was. Okay. Uh, so, actually, speaking of Quentin Tarantino, there was a TikTok I saw. It was, uh, it was a, a, a woman just sitting like in her on her couch, and it was just on her face. She was not reacting to anything and then she just lifted up her foot and went directed by Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> really funny. Okay. That's pretty good. Um, all right, only so said, you only said that first joke so you could say the second thing. I know how you work. It's like like I need to talk about this TikTok. How can I get there? Hey, uh, little Matt, let me teach you about a setup and then a punchline. You're dead. You're dead, Saul. I'm back from the grave. All right. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Saul. Fire him into this. <laughs> Smell my feet. Back, come back around on Saul. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, once you, once you let his entire storyline happen, then he'll, he'll go, he'll go to peace. He, he has unfinished business. Okay. All right. Uh, smell my feet. The city. <laughs> Come on, Neil. Come on, man. All there right. it is. The city of, the city oh, of the rails, the, the city of Keene in this first primary state and the home of fictional West Wing president, Jed Bartlett, played by Martin Sheen, has the Guinness World Record for most lit jack-o'-lanterns on display, which was awarded in 2013. So the city of Keene in this first primary state uh, has the world record for most lit jack-o'-lanterns on display awarded in 2013. I will wager my magic collection and lock in. Wow. It's a strong wager. You wagering it against my pinky? Yes. Okay. I will also wager Jeff's magic collection. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea, to be honest. But since it's about feet, maybe uh, Florida or Louisiana. To be to be boot. clear, the uh, smell my feet is really more like, hey, smell my feet. We're winners because I couldn't think of a better way to All put right. it. Yeah. No, the smell my feet was to make a Tarantino joke to talk about the TikTok. All right. I have no idea then. No idea. I think, uh, I think I, I, I mean, I, I watched the West Wing like three years ago, Poor so Neil. I'm not too familiar, <laughs> but I have a, I have a guess. I want to hear what Matt's guess is. What, what's your guess, Matt? Yeah. What's your guess, Matt? Is it Vermont? You're uh, very close. It is not is it Vermont. New Hampshire? It is, uh, it is New Hampshire. Yeah. Jed Bartlett was the uh, governor of New Hampshire. Uh, and, uh, yeah, they, they won most lit, most lit jack-o'-lanterns, which they weren't lit up with lights. They were just like They're partying just a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Stoned out of their minds. <laughs> All right. Uh, next category. Give me something good to eat. Uh, Ken is a vegan and at previous times has been vegetarian. Luckily for him, October and Halloween serve as the perfect time for him to get the recommended daily amount of this essential nutrient and mineral, atomic number 30 for Jeff, as long as he's pounding pumpkin seeds at the proper times. Well, I would, I know, I know what, um, what nutrients vegans need to fill in. So if that's part of the question. Uh, not I, really. I, don't know. I just no. wanted to mention okay. that you were vegan. Cause it, <laughs> this is a good nutrient for vegans to get or vegetarians to get. Cause I they do, don't. I do yeah. love pumpkin seeds. Um, I, I do too. I'm, I'm going to guess magnesium. Okay. Magnesium from LT. Anyone else? Saying calcium. Mm. Calcium. Oh, that's good. Okay. I, I think uh, I think you're looking. I think it's zinc. That would be mm. my guess. Mm. Uh, good guess. Yeah, and the answer is a nutrient that the body, uh, our bodies, do not uh, create, but we need to put into it, and that would be zinc. Yep. 
Yeah. Nice. Nice job, Matt. Matthew? Good for the peepers, too, I think. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What new, what nutrient are, are vegetarians usually missing? It's iron, right? Aren't they usually somewhat iron deficient? Not not necessarily deficient, but you need to make sure you get enough iron. And, I think uh, well, you're, you're, you're vegan. I think it's pronunci- omegas. pronunciation deficient, right? <laughs> portrait. <laughs> the portrait of Dorian Gray. Okay. Um, that That's like the, the poor man's version. Uh, next category, Batman smells because of my brain fart. <laughs> During this unprecedented year, many trick-or-treaters who can safely do so will be wearing not one, but two masks for safety. Speaking of masks, this Irish actor is nearly unrecognizable in the teaser trailer for Robert Pattinson's The Batman. The internet went crazy when makeup artists from the film confirmed it was this actor after many thought it was a spry Richard Kind. (laughs) Yeah, I know this. (laughs) I don't know why they cast him if they're going to cover him with so much makeup, but... He's the penguin, right? Is he that... is the penguin, yeah. Spry Richard kind. <laughs> he looks like he looks like him. I remember seeing like all of the the hype about it online, but that was I believe six and a half years ago. Mm. So I don't <laughs> really time. remember it. Yeah, in quarantine time. So I'm not so I mean very... the only Irish actor I can remember in this moment is Liam Neeson's. It's a very handsome Irish actor. Oh, Colin oh, Farrell. Oh. Oh, it's um uh yeah. Can I say it? Yeah. <laughs> is it Kieran Hines? No. Oh, it is not no. Kieran Hines, no. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. It is Colin Farrell. Oh, Colin Farrell. I forgot he's Irish. Yeah, so look up uh why. Colin Farrell Penguin. You'll see all the makeup. He's got mm-hmm. some pretty crazy prosthetics on. He's slightly more handsome than Danny DeVito. Yeah. He looks he looks more like uh Gary Oldman. Mm. in uh, Darkest Hour than he does like Colin Farrell. Yeah, that's true. Um, All right, so this final question of regulation, or of the whole game, I mean, uh, it's called Backstreet's Back in History. All right. So, all right, thank you. Um, This is a listener-submitted question. Uh, It's from listener Ann Gehring. So thank you for reaching out and also busting Jeff's chops on Twitter. Uh, Good Good for you, Ann. Yes, thank you. Get it. (laughs) What What did she say? Uh, she was uh, commenting to him about the Titans. Uh, he he called it uh, something about the miracle. Oh yeah, no, I was I was I I called the game the mu- wrong apparently. So the Music City Miracle. Music City yeah. Miracle. I thank called you. it less than miraculous, I believe. Oh. Um, so Anne was very clever in the way that she wrote her question um, because she would have had me saying something uh, that I don't agree with. Uh, but I kind of say it here. You'll find out why. But I, I had to change your question up just a little bit, Anne, because your question. Um, I actually asked a very similar version of it on Trick or Triviality 2. Um, all right, so uh, Trick or Trivi- Triviality 2, I asked uh, which horror characters each member of the Backstreet Boys portrayed in the video for everybody, which Anne calls oh, wow. the greatest music video in the history of the world and almost got me to say it. Um, so I'm going to switch your question up just a little bit, Anne. Of the five characters, the Backstreet Boys, uh, or actually I should read it the way I wrote it. Uh, of the five characters, the boys from the Backstreets played, uh, Dracula, Mummy, Werewolf, Phantom, and Two-Face, or Jekyll and Hyde. Three of them are based on novels, Dracula, Phantom of the Opera, and Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I would like you to put the novels in order of when you think they were released. Ooh. Dracula. Mm-mm. Dracula, Phantom of the Opera. Phantom. And and uh, Dr. Jekyll and... Or, yeah. Jekyll Dracula. and Hyde. Mm-hmm. Okay. So feel free to talk it out I'm as gonna a group. I'm going to say... <clears throat> I'm going to say 
Phantom, Dracula, Jekyll. Ooh, see, I would say Phantom, Jekyll, Dracula. I have the same as Lauren. Dracula's fairly late, so I, 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 I think, I think I could agree with that. Okay. All right. What are you thinking, Matt? Oh, I don't have an opinion. <laughs> oh, I checked out 25 minutes ago. You guys I just, keep going. I just saw, so if you want to see something truly scary, Dak Prescott's leg just went the wrong way, and he nice. is very injured. So that's what I've been paying attention to. Matthew. Football. Oh, I know. I know. All right, so <laughs> I, I, think, I think the consensus is Phantom Jekyll Dracula. Okay, Phantom uh, Dracula. What was it? Phantom uh, Jekyll Dracula. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so released, uh, I'll start from the uh, oldest, which would be number one. So released in 1886, The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Uh, about 11 years later, released in 1897, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh. And uh, oh, for the record, Dr. Jekyll was uh, Robert Louis Stevenson. And uh, finally, in 1907, uh, another 10 years uh, by Ger- Gaston. Butler. I was yeah, Gaston Larue, uh, Phantom of the Opera. Huh. All right, yeah. What a thing. Yeah, Gaston Larue, not of the uh, bulletproof fame. But nobody writes mm. like Gaston, right? No, and no one eats like Gaston either. There you go. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that that was the final uh, question there. Yay! Yay! Game, everybody. Great game. I'm uh, properly terrified. <laughs> 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 Ken made the comment before we started, uh, and hopefully, listeners, you understand. Um, this is our fourth trick or triviality. It's hard to find inroads to Halloween questions after you've asked most of the ones that people Ooh. know. And you don't want to ask all movie questions either. Right. So I thought, I thought we had a very good mix, and, and uh, Julia and Lauren has always uh, brought uh, some good avenues, like a city planner. That's that's what that's my ta- that's my nickname from my high school yearbook. Yeah, <laughs> covered everybody. So, <laughs> did you ladies have a podcast that you wanted to mention one more time? Oh yeah, I mean we could we could talk yeah. about it, Lauren. Yeah, um, you know we're misinformation a trivia podcast. It's you know two ladies who love trivia. We both work in museums. We each go into a deep dive and medium deep dive and teach each other things. And then at the end of it, we give a 10 question quiz that may or may not be related to the topic at hand. We also have guests and we're pretty funny. I mean, I think so. We have a good time. All right. Well, it's getting to be uh, midnight. We want to thank you guys for joining us one last time for Julia, Lauren, Matt, Jeff, Neil, and myself. And Uncle Saul. And Uncle Saul, the vampire. That was Triviality, and now I'm going to kill you all with a chainsaw. Chainsaw noise.